Hey y'all, it's your girl, what up, Motivation, also known as Mo Hype, or just Mo, you know, I have people who just love to call me Mo, and I am really, really excited because I've never really done this, what I'm doing right now before, which is a a very impromptu um, podcast. Uh, that I am going to post this week because I told myself that I was going to do a podcast post once a month to, for the rest of the year. And I looked up and I realized that we are approaching the end of the month and I have not done this month's podcast just yet. And so because I am fighting fear with faith this year, I am going to do this impromptu recording because why not? And because I'm doing this impromptu recording, it may sound a little botchy and all of that stuff because like just now I switched from not having my headphones in and doing it off speaker to putting my headphones in. And so now the sound might sound a little different. Um, Y'all know I'm still trying to figure out this whole podcast thing. So I'm using the mic on my headphones and hopefully that sound Uh, does not pick up too much of the background, even though I don't have much of background noise today. Um, This will be a solo pod, as they normally are. The last pod was my first, and as of right now, only interview pod, but there will be more of that to come. And so for those who are just tuning in and have no idea what this is, the podcast is called The Mo Show. My name is Mo, but Mo stands for an acronym. M is for motivation, O is for overcome, and E is for elevate. And this is a podcast for all creatives. I would love to say for creatives that love the Lord and have a spiritual foundation, even if uh, Jesus Christ is not their Lord and Savior like he is mine, um, because I am uh, also a previous Muslim. So I do believe in um, some of the doctrine of Islam. So I am not against other spiritual practicers or uh other people who don't believe in Jesus Christ as their specific Lord and Savior. Um, Although I encourage everyone should look into that investment. (laughs) But uh, anywho, uh, as I joke, I kid, I kid. God did put something heavy on my heart um, as I was traveling home. But just today in general, but I went out to grab something to eat. And as I was traveling home, um, God put something on my heart that I wanted to truly talk about and share with. And I feel like it's something very important for creatives specifically because, you know, as I try to come to terms with the fact that I am, um, uh, by, by, uh, uh, what is it by talented? I don't feel like I'm a hundred percent a creative, nor do I feel like I'm a hundred percent business minded. I feel like I have unique, uh, by, is or a bifunctional brain where I can understand creatives and also have a business mind, which is very rare uh, for creatives to have both, you know, that left, right side brain thing is real. And so I was thinking about how God has been motivating me this year 
helping me and assisting me and providing me with guidance to overcome and giving me vision of where I am elevating in my purpose. So we can call this one pondering on purpose. And I specifically use the word pondering on purpose or progressing towards purpose or pondering on the progression towards purpose. Some version of that will be the title. And the reason why I put those words together is because Although people tell their struggle story, some people don't tell the nitty gritty of their struggle story, and some people don't tell the granular of their struggle story. And I don't feel like my struggle is done, but I do not mind sharing the transparency of some of the struggles I personally have faced in my pursuit of of fulfilling my purpose, right? Um, The pursuit of pouring into my purpose is what I would like to call it because I love rhyming. I'm a weird person with that. And so for the motivation point, I wanted to talk about how I and give you some questions to reflect on on how when we are pursuing or progressing in our purpose, how we need to take time to ponder on what that is to even feel motivated. And I say that because I have known the foundation of my purpose since I was 19. That is not everyone's story. Some people are 45 right now and still don't truly know their purpose. And I say truly know their purpose because people will paint the picture that purpose is a mixture of passion. And that I strongly believe is not always the case. Um, You can have things that drive a large passion in you you know like literally make your skin hot and those same things God may not have given you grace in being able to handle and I feel like your talents and your gifts that God has given you um or I would say the difference between gifts and talents gifts is something that God gave you and people that's that's nothing that no one could take away, right? Um, and then there's a talent that you could uh, build and almost become a skill set, right? Um, and there's some gifts that are talents. Uh, and so when we talk about feeling motivated, right, our, our first subject or theme of, of tonight, when we feel motivated in anything, it usually gets aligned with or partnered with passion yet and still when it comes to purpose there are sometimes things that do not that are in our purpose that don't that you may not be passionate about right and I'll give an example you may be passionate in teaching just teaching educating people telling them something they don't know that is teaching essentially right that does not mean that you have a that that you have a passion for children, right? Teaching in general does not mean you have a passion for children. You may low key despise children, but you love teaching. And that's something that people sometimes correlate. They think, "Oh, if you like being a teacher, then you must love children." No. <laughs> no. Right. So just because you have a passion for teaching does not mean you have a passion for children yet. And still, as you pursue your purpose, 
as you ponder on progress, there may be a point in time in you pursuing your purpose where you have to teach children, where you have to learn the fundamental skills of teaching. And it may start in the classroom, excuse me, with kids or just kids in general. God may put you in a daycare. Right. And that that is where you get your foundation of teaching. And sometimes God will use things that you don't like to show you your passion, quote unquote, purpose, right? Like, okay, maybe you are more so passionate into cars. You don't even know you're passionate into cars until you pondered going to a car show. You thought you were going to hate car shows. Oh my God, I hate, you know, like loud car uh, loud cars cuz maybe in your mind you thought a car show was like watching NASCAR or something like that and then you realize oh no it's just a lot of antique cars that's been well taken care of with the hood up and people just showboating it and then you fall in love right you had to be motivated to go to the car show and do something that you possibly had no passion to do to find out what you're passionate in so i asked you When was the last time you were motivated to step out of your comfort zone to discover something you were passionate in? And or when was the last time you did something in pursuit of finding your purpose that you didn't necessarily have a passion for? And I ask you those things because a plant does not a seed does not sprout in a comfortable situation it is in a dark moist compact piece of soil or it's wrapped up in a moist napkin I don't know about y'all but I know the word me even saying it over and over again probably is making some of you uncomfortable moist but I do not like wet gloves wet socks I don't like anything that's like wet clothes unless I'm at the beach right or unless I'm mentally prepared to be wet I do not like wet clothes that were not meant to be wet. So I could only imagine being a seed and wrapped up in a wet napkin. That would probably be so uncomfortable. Humid, stuck, claustrophobic, all that good stuff. Eventually, that environment overcomes its discomfort and sprouts roots. I was literally talking to my brother earlier and I was talking about how and this is me bringing God into it. When, when the Bible says turn from your ways, you know, when you are repenting, it means to literally turn. And imagine you hugging someone that may not be good for you, but you love how they hug you, right? Somebody who may stink, but they're giving you a really good hug. And it's like, it's something about the hug that you don't like, right? They're hug, you know, they stink or they're not good for you. At the same time, you love, even though they may not, they may stink, the hug feels good. Or maybe they're not good for you, um, but they smell good, right? Whatever the case may be. Let's not say stink because I really want you to enjoy this hug, right? I don't want you to really want to let go. There's nothing on the instantaneous situation that makes you want to say no, ugh, yuck. At the same time, God is calling your name on the other side. You're looking, you're looking, and you see what God has for you. To pull away from that, something has to motivate you, right? So you can overcome the next part, which is the discomfort. Because letting go of something that you actually want 
is harder than letting go of something that you don't want. Just because it's not good for you may not be good of a good enough reason to let go. And so in the pursuit of purpose or as you ponder the progress to your purpose, I've realized that it is essential to go to the next level that you have to let go. So the second topic is how do you overcome the potholes in the progress to purpose? And I was when when I was thinking on this, because trust me, some of these potholes are still catching catching your girl up. <laughs> the ankles is weak from how many potholes I done, I done drifted fell in. And I still wonder what does that persistence look like when we put our best foot forward or our sore sprained foot forward. And truly pursue and overcome the potholes on our journey to purpose, or on our because I don't think journey, I don't think our journey to purpose is a, uh, um, uh, has a too much of a hard deadline. I think it's more of a relay, right, or even a marathon mixed with a relay. Right, because I think you run. You, there may be points where you have to run longer than others, but at the end of the day, there's always you can reach a goal, but then there's something else you have to pick up and continue running with and for. Right. So, as we go into the overcoming the potholes or the damage that the potholes on the journey to purpose creates, how do we overcome that? How do you sustain? Right. If you're an actor, how how do you um, how do you continue waking up every morning and recording these reels, recording these um, um, submission tapes? Right. If you're a painter or or just an uh, um, I don't want to say textile artist, but I won't, I'll say textile, a painter, a, a, a seamstress, anything that you use your time, or even a musician, anything that you take your time up to create art, and then you have to then, which is which can be looked at as a service, right, and then have to sell it, which then makes it a product, I think is one of the hardest things to overcome for any creative or artist, is the fact that you are literally a mixture of service and product all in one as a person. That is That can be very difficult to market and which makes overcoming on your pursuit of purpose a tad bit harder. And, or more difficult, I could say. Even, even if we wanted to take it over to the artistic tech side, people don't look at AV teams and sound teams and stuff like that as the artistic tech side, but that, is, that can be definitely a creative, especially those who do lights, and they actually dive into that and take pride into knowing how to time when to set the low lights, set the highlights, you know, match the light movement to people's performances. People get paid a lot of money. People get fired for, for like, you know, like think how much money Beyonce pays her light person or Drake or any other Travis Scott, like any of these performers that have a lot of theatrics, Taylor Swift. And so... I go down this rabbit hole to specifically say 
the potholes to progress, the working for free, giving away your services and your product for free, just to get recognized, when not to give it away for free, right? When to know your value and to hone into your value. And so what do you have to overcome? Imposter syndrome, that could be a pothole to purpose. It could be not having enough money, not... Oh, right, those were gunshots, it sounds like. Stewarding your money well... Um, God, I pray for whoever, if those were gunshots, because I know what fireworks sound like, and those aren't it, God. So I pray for um, whoever may be impacted by what's going on outside. Focus. So those potholes to purpose after you've been motivated, okay, God, you put it on my heart. I really think it's my purpose to do acting. I really think it's my purpose to sing. Now, how do I overcome imposter syndrome? How do I overcome my insecurities of people telling me I couldn't carry a tune or I'd never really make it? And it is the crying at night, the consistent going back to something you shouldn't be doing to self-sabotage or to soothe yourself and to focus on where God is taking you, even though it doesn't feel good in the moment. Like, let's be real. Even though I'm going really heavy on artists right now because I do I love my artists, let's talk about the professionals. You don't want to take that internship. You don't want to take that working for free or working for less than. Gen Z definitely don't want to do it. Millennials, we started that trend by job hopping, and it made baby boomers and, and Gen X sick in the stomach, right? Back when they used to call us Gen Y or, or yuppies. And it's all stems from trauma response of thinking that we have to work harder than the next person as black people or people in the artist artistry need to work harder than the next person and it's really about relying on god and working smart not hard and sometimes there are pockets of time where you have to work harder than smarter just because you know a better way of doing something doesn't mean that that's the time god wants you to apply that intelligence maybe god wants you to learn some manual traditional skill sets of whatever you're handling first before the application of the new way, quote unquote, or the better way or the smarter way can be activated. And so we have to, again, go back to being comfortable with being uncomfortable as we overcome these pitfalls, potholes, or even pedestals that people put in our way. Because there's also times where you know you deserve something and you're not overcoming uh, uh, anything specific other than being overlooked and having the patience as you progress in purpose is what you're overcoming you know you sing better than that person you know you act better than that person opportunity is everything and sometimes we have to be patient in our pursuit uh, our pursuit of purpose and our progress of purpose and ponder what do I need to steward better what do I need to be more obedient in? What do I need to be more patient in, more kind in? What, what do I need to be a giver in instead of taking? And so my question to you as you ponder your progress and purpose, what potholes do you need to overcome or what pedestals do you need to overcome? How about this? What potholes have you been pondering on for too long? And or what pedestals have you been 
pondering on for too long. We all have people that we look up to, that we admire, that motivate us, right, to move forward after you've learned what they've overcome to elevate where they're going. And at the end of the day, you need to take that same admiration and all that you have for them and turn it to God and what they what he has done for you and then be in awe of yourself for for being motivated and overcoming and knowing that you will be elevated. It's a balance of it all. Eating the meat and throwing away the bone of other people and pouring into your own cup. It has to be an equal balance because no, we're not perfect and we don't know everything, but God has made us fearlessly and wonderfully made. Yes, we need to be humble, but we also need to know we're worth to we're worth drinking the fine and uh, drinking and dressing in the finest, right? So, I present to you that proposition. What potholes and pedestals are you pondering on? And what potholes and pedestals have you been either overlooking because you're not trying to overcome them? Or you've allowed them to penetrate your heart and possibly impact your the trajectory or the progress of your purpose which in turn has changed impacted affected delayed never canceled unless you are no longer living and they say the richest place is the graveyard which will then go on to generations but the the level of where you're elevating, right? Or not even level the area in which you're elevating. So after we've figured out what motivates us, hardships, potholes, pedestals, we've we've gotten our motivation. We've used that motivation to allow us to have great discernment resilience towards any potholes and pedestals that have come in our way of the progress of purpose that we've had to overcome right we use that motivation to overcome those potholes and pedestals to allow us to elevate to the next level and I think as artists that that where elevation looks different at different seasons and different times of our walk and we need to celebrate and be patient, and be humble, and keep on grinding at each level. Take your moment and go to the next moment. Take that moment and go to the next moment. And those moments will add up to memories. Oh, those really were gunshots. The police thing pulled up. I was talking trash, but... So, as you elevate... Elevation can look different. People go from homeless in their car to um, uh, uh, homeless shelters, from homeless shelters to to homing programs, from homing programs to their own apartment, from their own apartment, which could possibly is in Section 8 with a voucher to housing. Or Elevate can look like going from hundreds of dollars to thousands of dollars to hundreds of thousands of dollars to possibly millions of dollars, right? Elevation could look like 
arguing with your boyfriend every day, your fiance every day, your husband every day, to y'all are going on dates once a once a month, to now y'all going on dates twice a month. Now y'all can actually have a happy and relaxing family vacation. Because we all know money and finances next to intimacy are the top reasons why relationships, especially marriages, don't last. Don't be that couple. Bring God into your relationship, not only with your money and your businesses, but with your spouses as well. I know I'm talking about purpose right now. And so we can talk about uh, purpose in the means of passion. We can also talk about purpose in the means of what brings you profit. And we could talk about purpose and what brings you profi- proficiency. And I pray your partnership brings you all three. And I feel like as creatives, sometimes they get a bad hang up of not making good partners because they dedicate all their time. But that's not. true because you have corporate people who dedicate all of their time just ambitious people can be hard to date and a lot of times a lot of the ambitious people in the world and hardest working people in the world so happen to be creatives because of how entertainment industry and the creative and artistry industry is handled right a lot of times artists can't even sell their paintings until they're dead A lot of musicians don't get a lot of credit until they're dead or they have to damn near work work halfway to death to be recognized while they're still alive. And a lot of them are mentally ill in some form. And when I say mentally ill, I don't mean autism or Down syndrome, even though that can be the case. But I'm also talking about depression, anxiety, um, visible and non-visible disabilities. And so we have to have grace and mercy on ourselves as we are going from level to level to level that each level, each elevation process is not going to look the same. Each stage, something different is going to probably motivate you. You're going to have to overcome something else to elevate to the next level. And elevation may not always look like a vertical movement. It could be horizontal as well. Because elevation is status of when I'm talking about elevation on the motion, I'm talking about the status of the spirit and purpose in life and and where you're going. Not necessarily 100% the level of life you're in. Because the meaning of elevate, and let's just take this here to uh, Webster or the internet, is to rise or lift something to a higher position, to rise to a more important or impressive level. And something just because it's more important or to an impressive level does not mean that it needed to necessarily be above. It's just an it's just an upgrade, right? And sometimes you got to go low to go high. So humble yourselves so God can elevate you. Because when you do less, God does more. And the spiritual meaning behind elevate means to be self-aware and knowing your values and what you stand for. So this pod was not going to be a intense one at all in the sense of long-winded. 
I had some gems I wanted to share with you, but nothing. Nothing more than leaving you with something to ponder on as you progress in your purpose. And so with that, I have two questions about elevation. After you've allowed your environment to motivate you, God to motivate you and be inner motivated, self-motivated, and that allow you to propel you closer to your purpose and overcome strategy. Have you allowed your ego to erode your elevation? Or have you grasped on to the enthusiasm and humbling honor that God has allowed things to motivate you, have taken you some over things to overcome that has allowed you to now be elevated to the next level and the level after that. And with that, I yield. Thank you for listening to the Mo Show. I did not have much than just an inner dialogue of things that I've been thinking about as I heal my inner teenager and progress further into my purpose. And so I just like to be real. Like everything is not for everybody. And I hope this podcast touched a few of you because these are the inner the inner questions I ask myself, these are things that God shows me and I don't always have personally someone to share it with. So I share it with you all hoping that if you don't have anybody to share it with, that we have something in common and and can create a community. So with that, think better, do better, be great. God loves you. Peace out.